0: Welcome to Life Camera Action, a lifestyle podcast for filmmakers, writers, and other creatives. I'm your host, Victoria Rook, filmmaker and brand architect. And over the last several years, I've been helping creative entrepreneurs discover their brand voice, design their brand experience, and develop the ultimate creative lifestyle that allows them to live into their passions. Life Camera Action is all about empowering you with best business practices, industry tips, and creative mindsets so that you can accelerate your success in your craft. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about setting up business boundaries. This is something that can be difficult no matter how many years you've been in business or if you're starting a business brand new, you've never had any experience in it before and you're jumping into it for the first time. So if you want a life filled with success, creativity, and proper business boundaries, then stay tuned. So today we're going to be talking about business boundaries. This is something that's important to me because this is something that I had a major challenge with early on um, in life, um, just as a recovering people pleaser, and especially when it came to business settings, um, being able to say no to things in an empowering way that wasn't insulting, wasn't disrespectful, and maintained still a really great relationship with um, a colleague. This is also inspired by a client that I was just working with who was saying that that was something that's been really driving some decisions of hers that um, have put her into some uncomfortable positions as far as um, different collaborations that um, she's been approached with. And we were talking about like how difficult it can be to say no to things sometimes because you just don't want to come off the wrong way. And um, I think, too, as business owners, you want to make sure that you're open to opportunities um, and that you're not shutting things down and figuring out how to say no to the things that just don't seem to make sense for you without feeling like you're not open. That can be really tricky. So we were talking about um, some of the phrases that I use to kind of deflect from, um Taking on something that I just don't feel good taking on, whether it's um, a collaboration or buying into a course or purchasing a product, you know, things that just don't feel good to me, don't feel like they would make sense for me and being able to say no in, in a great way. I've learned early on um, how to do this because of how much anxiety I had around saying no to people. Um, As I mentioned, I'm absolutely a recovering people pleaser. And when I was growing up, going to all these different conferences with my dad and shadowing him, because I was so young, I had so many people come up to me and try to sell me their products, have me work for free uh, to build up my resume, um, join in for their MLMs, just all these things that, you know, I clearly didn't want to do. It was pretty evident. And yet I couldn't just, you know, they couldn't just accept that. (laughs) I needed to give them a firm, you know, no. And having to try to do that as a kid and not feel like I was being rude and also not making it seem like I wasn't, you know, at these places to learn and invest in myself was a really delicate balance that um, I had to master very quickly if I was going to Um, be comfortable in that type of setting and continue growing. After running into this situation over and over again and finding myself in a position where I just didn't know how to say no, I mean, and a lot of the times that I would come up with, Different excuses. You know, luckily when you when you are young and you have to say no a lot, there's a lot of things you can blame it on. (laughs) So you can say like, oh, no, I've got too much schoolwork and oh, sorry, I'm here. I've got to help my dad. You know, I I came as his assistant and and that sort of thing. Um, So for a while, I was able to kind of just get my way out of it type of thing. Um, And then as I got older and I actually did start running my own businesses, um, that that privilege very quickly diminished, and I had to actually learn how to be an adult and, and say no. Um, so what I would end up doing is is trying out all these different phrases and seeing what felt comfortable to me, um, what I'd be able to say that that wasn't insulting, um, that allowed for still a really great relationship to be had afterwards, and just trying out different things, just kind of like you try on clothes and just see what fits best, um, because. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the phrases that I used, but ultimately, if they don't feel comfortable for you, they're they're not gonna work anyway. Um, they have gotta feel natural to you because otherwise, you know, your your entire goal in this is to be able to say no in a comfortable way. So if you're if you're saying a phrase and you're not really comfortable with it, then that kind of defeats the purpose. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to give them out to you and um, see if they fit. You know, you can use them verbatim, um, but if they don't feel 100%, see what you can adjust to have the same effect and um, be able to own it with um, extreme clarity so that you're able to uh, say no in a, in a way that you feel empowered by. So after trying out um, a few different phrases, one of my favorite go-to's that I tell people to use all the time because believe it or not, in the last two or three years um, this conversation has been coming up a lot so it's funny uh, how I've been learning how to do this and I've you know slowly been you know really mastering it so that um, I feel good about saying no and you know alongside it like parallel more and more people have been asking me like how to do that. And so it's, it's kind of funny the way that turned out. So let's take as an example, um, somebody wants you to purchase their product. They think it's going to accelerate your business. You've never seen anything like it. It's one of a kind. It's incredible, yada, yada. And after hearing their spiel, you're just really not feeling it. It doesn't feel right to you. Um, you don't really trust the person, or maybe you don't trust the product, or maybe you really like the person and just genuinely isn't a good fit. This works for all of the above. So all you have to do is say, wow, you know, thank you. you know, thank you for that opportunity. I really appreciate it. It's really just not appropriate for me and my business right now. And that's it. You don't have to elaborate. You don't have to give an explanation. You just simply stating that's not appropriate for me and my business right now, or that's not appropriate for me, or that's not appropriate for my business, like whatever combination. The magic there is the appropriateness because you can't argue that (laughs) you can't tell someone if they don't feel like something is appropriate, that it's appropriate. It's just, it's irrefutable. You can't, there's no way to argue against that because it's just how they're feeling about something and that state of being everyone's entitled to. So you can't, there's nothing you can say to that. So I use that all the time. If I'm ever in a situation where I don't feel comfortable taking something on or whatever, I just use that statement and it's honest, it's valid, it's respectful, it's nice. It has nothing to do with the person or the product itself as far as, you know, that statement goes. Um, Those feelings are completely beside the fact, you know, you you can say this without reflecting negatively on the person or the product at all. Um, So, you know, it's still at the end of the day, very kind and just state in an empowering way how you feel and where you're at. And you don't owe them any explanation other than that. And if you want to um, clarify and if there are some adjustments that they made would make it an appropriate fit for you, by all means. So it still allows for, you know, an opportunity for you to um, go in a different direction with something, but it doesn't create the obligation for you to explain why or to, you know, justify yourself and, you know. One of the things I really try to avoid is apologizing all the time. Um, again, being a recovering people pleaser, it's so easy to you know, be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, i really love to, but I'm so, so sorry. And, you know, I really apologize. I am so sorry. And just like over and over again. And it's nice because this is such an empowering phrase where you don't have to say that. You don't have to say like, I'm sorry, it's just not a good fit for me. You can just simply state like you know thank you. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you for seeing something in me that you feel like would be a really great fit. And it's not appropriate for me right now and I appreciate you as a person, I appreciate the product, and everybody can you know still be happy at the, the end of the day and you're not burning any bridges in the meantime. So I just love that it allows you to to stand in your place and you know speak your truth and not feel you know bad about it. You can just state where you're at and and how things are and I, I have yet to have anybody challenge me on it. I have yet to have anybody argue with me and say, no, this is appropriate for you. Um, it's just at that point, <laughs> if that's the response you're getting, then you no longer have to worry about feeling like the jerk because it's definitely the, the person who's arguing with you on, uh, you know, No, you do feel comfortable with this. Like you shouldn't feel uncomfortable with this. You know, buy my product because it is appropriate for you. At that point, you're looking at an entirely different conversation. Um, So that's that's basically the the overall phrase that I use. Um, And I you can switch it out for personal stuff. You know, like oh, thank you, but that's not you know appropriate for me and my family. That's not appropriate for me and my household. That's just not appropriate for me right now. You know, there there's lots of ways you can go about it. And even tagging on that, you know, the right now part um, gives, it still allows for more space for there to be um, opportunity to change, opportunity to change your mind as you grow your business. Something might be more appropriate later down the line, you know, having it so that it's not this um, end of the road, done, shut down, this is it type of thing, you know, it allows still for more an expansive space and, and creates it so that if you do change your mind or if things change, that um, that door is still open. Another phrase that I use um, specifically when it has to do with um, people selling me their products or trying to get me to buy into something as a client, um, because that, that happens a lot. <laughs> um, I learned this from one of my mentors and kind of adapted it to um, fit me uh, comfortably so that I can say it and, you know, feel like I can really own that statement, would um, be start challenging them on, you know, what makes you the ideal demographic for them. So I'll, t- I'll show you what I mean. So if somebody is like, hey, um, I have this MLM, a multi-level marketing company, which is, Um, A lot of people would would say is pyramid scream. I would say very separately from that, that that's not what I think about it. And I know that that's a really common um, misconception. And that's something that pops up for a lot of people. And I know that that happens a lot on social media is, you know, someone blasts from the past and you're like, oh, my gosh, hi. Yeah, let's connect. And then they're like, hey, sign up for my thing. So this is a really great way to shut those down if you don't feel uh, comfortable with joining them. So if someone's like, "Hey, oh my gosh, it's been so long! I have this really amazing opportunity for you. I have this um, protein shake MLM thing that I want you to sign up for. I think you'd be really great on my team." For that, again, start out the same way, just you know, thanking them, like, "Wow, thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate uh, what you see in me and the, and the value that you put there um, in our relationship." You know, I'd give that validation, give that affirmation because you know that's important. And then ask them, you know, like, what about me makes it makes you feel like I would be um, a good client for you? Or what makes you think that I'm your ideal demographic or great team member? You know, what, what about that? And then start asking them what the details are in their opinion about you that makes you a good fit for them. Um, because more often than not, they won't know. <laughs> they won't know why they think that. And you can very easily uh, disassemble that, that offer and um, in, a, in a very nice way refute it because what you'll, what you'll typically receive is something like, oh, well, um, you know, I, I just know that, you know, I'm really looking for people who are really passionate about health and weight loss and blah, 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 if it's something with like a protein shake or, you know, diet bars and stuff like that. And you can just be like, oh, wow, you know, that that's not really my thing. Um, you know, I'm actually really passionate about something totally different and separate. Um, but I, again, I really appreciate the opportunity. So if that's what you're looking for, tell me a little bit more about what you'd like on a team and I can see if I can find anybody that would be a great fit. And so when you're changing the ask around, it still creates this collaborative space where they're feeling like, they're still getting validated, they're still making progress in your bus- in their business, but you're not the one to um, take on the opportunity if it's not right for you. You know, so if if they offer that to you and they're like, hey, you know, I want you to sign up for this, I want you to be my client, I want you to be my team member, blah, blah, blah. If you ask them more details about what they're really looking for, it can very easily break down to you're actually not the great fit, a great fit for them. And that they just weren't really aware of that because more often than not, they're not going to articulate before a you know an interaction like this um, what their ideal demographic actually is. So when that happens and you challenge it and you guys arrive at the conclusion that you're probably not the greatest fit. When you make the offer of like, let me keep my eyes out for um, someone who would be a great fit you know, only say that if if you can do it honestly, um, if you really have no intentions, maybe, you know, do something a little bit different, you know, ask if, you know, like, I'm not really a great fit, but I might have some friends who are, so let me share something on social media for you, or, you know, just do something that feels authentic to you, and that is, you know, ethical, um, because at the end of the day, you know, we all need to be helping each other, but If it's something that um, you really can say, you know, like I would love to look for, I would love to scout for you. I'd love to see if if there's people that are in my circle that would be a really great fit for you. Do that. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, if they're looking for a team member, whether it's you or somebody else, they're still getting their goals met and you are now a really helpful person. So congratulations. You have a badge of honor. And that's fun. You know, like we need to have a world where we can count on each other and, even an uncomfortable situation like blast from the past, someone you haven't talked to in forever messaging you and and saying, hey, come buy my stuff. Um, You can turn that into a really cool situation. You can really turn that into a cool opportunity so that you can help them, they get their needs met, and yet at the end of the day, you still have um, your time, your finances, and your energy spent where you want them to be spent. Going back to um, that's not appropriate for me and my business right now, um, that can be used in a lot of different examples. And so I just wanted to um, throw a few of those out there in case um, you weren't exactly sure how to apply that in other scenarios. So that could be job offers. That could be um, someone giving you feedback. You know, them wanting to give you feedback on a project and that sort of thing. You know, just being like, "Hey, I'm just not really in that place right now. I'm not. It's not really appropriate for me. I'm in a different phase. Something to that effect. Um, it can be used with putting on. You know, if someone's trying to give you more responsibility than your your feeling is is good for you right now. If you're already spread out really thin and you have lots of responsibilities going on, someone pushing off some you know, delegation with tasks and all that to you. That's a great phrase to use then, you know, again, make sure you, you know, use your powers for good and not evil. (laughs) Make sure you're, you know, performing where you need to perform. But there's a lot of situations that um, people end up saying yes to because they feel obligated and because they are too uncomfortable speaking up for themselves and and saying no. And um, that's just, I feel for people like that because that was me. That's, it's really, really difficult. And until you get into a groove where you find a phrase that you can really hold on to and keep in your back pocket for situations like that, it can be really miserable. I mean, for me, it didn't stop me from doing things. Um, So taking the conferences, for example, it didn't stop me from going to those conferences, but it did create a much more anxiety filled, um, nervous atmosphere where I didn't feel as safe and as confident as I could. Um, because I was thinking through kind of my Rolodex of any excuse I can find if somebody tried to get me to do something I didn't want to do. And, and it was funny because there's, there's people, um, You know, we call them conference junkies, where they just they go over and over and over again to all these conferences and stuff. And there would be people that you knew, like, all right, we're going to see so and so, so I have to be prepared for what I'm going to say when they, you know, try getting me to to do this thing again. And that just it can be exhausting. It can be just really nerve wracking, and you're not showing up in your best, you know, with your best foot forward. You're not showing up in your power. And um, so my goal with this, sharing this with you is that if, if that's you, if you keep finding yourself in this space of like, I just don't know how to say no. And, and you're spreading yourself out so thin and you don't feel like you have, your finances are going where you want them to go. And you don't feel like your time is being spent where you want your time to be spent. And you feel like your energy is getting zapped because you're spread out so thin and you're not even getting to work on the things that fill you up let's have the conversation because I've been there. I've done that. I used all the excuses and it took me until I found this phrase. um, Well, these couple of phrases to be able to take back that power and take back my time and finances and all of that to a place where I'm in the driver's seat. I'm in control of where all of those Um, Commodities are spent. So let's have a conversation because I want to get you there too. And I want you to be able to step into your power and the best of your abilities no matter what situation you come across. As we come to a close, I want to give out our research review and challenge for this week. So, research where are your most important resources being spent? Your most important resources are your time, finances, and energy. So, are they being spent where you want them to be? If not, what will fix that? Review. If you find yourself in a situation where you want to say no, simply use the phrase, thank you for this opportunity. It's just not appropriate for me and my business right now. Stating that simply and factually will allow for you to stand in an empowered situation rather than disempowered. Challenge. Try this out this week. If someone wants you to work for free or if someone just wants you to invest in a product that's not right for you, Give this a try. You can even start micro practicing is what I call it, where you just start saying no with this phrase in little situations. So thank you so much for tuning in. My goal for this podcast is that this helps you, especially if you're a recovering people pleaser, be able to stand in your power and be able to say no to the opportunities that don't serve you and uh, be able to say yes to the ones that do. So if you'd like to stay connected, go ahead and like my Facebook page, Victoria Rook, and let me know how this helped you. If you have any questions or if you have any feedback or would like to talk further about me working one-on-one with you, you can go ahead and message me there or head to victoriarook.com. And as always, as you build your empire, just remember, you can lead a life of fear or you can lead a life of love. So allow every decision you make to be made with love. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.